Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, hello there, and you join us here today to answer the question once and for all. Is Tudor actually a better buy than Rolex? If you're looking for a pre-owned watch, you can find many, many pre-owned watches at watchfinder.com. Tom, I think sometimes we talk, and perhaps a little bit flippantly, more on your part than mine, about whether or not a Tudor is a better buy than a Rolex, if Tudor has smashed Rolex in the face. But actually, do you know what? With all seriousness, I think it's starting to happen. I think... Not to take anything away from Tudor's fantastic watch brand. They make lovely timepieces. But I think the comparison is is muddied, isn't it, by the current market state, do you think? Well, you could reverse that potentially. Do people only want Rolex because you can't get them? If Rolex were readily available and abundant, would people choose a Tudor? No. Perhaps. <laughs> Should we wrap it up there? <laughs> no, Tom, listen. Perhaps if we were to ignore the residual aspect for the time being and yeah. look at, is a Tudor watch better? Aside from the ability to go, I've got a Rolex. Well, you can't just dismiss that. That is a big draw, isn't it? <laughs> that's the main thing. It is the main thing. And that's kind of what I'm saying. Is that all that Rolex has got going for it? Well, I'm saying, you know, is is all Tudor's got going for it? Well, I can't get a Rolex, so I'll get a Tudor. Is it the columns to Rolex's Tetris, is what I'm saying? <laughs> Incredibly niche there. Um, jump onto Google and find out what on earth Tom's talking about. I'm wondering, specifically, is it, if Rolex is the brand, is Tudor the watch? And I'm going to paint a little bit of a picture to see if you can decide whether or not you think it is. Okay, yeah. So, back uh, 10 years or so ago, Tudor was failing very badly. It was making all sorts of weird and wonderful watches that didn't look anything like Rolexes at all, and it was failing. So it decided to bring out the Heritage Chronograph, which was a throwback to a 70s piece, and this thing was incredibly popular. It had a Rolex style, but with the Tudor kind of difference that Tudor had back in the day to separate it out slightly. So when I talk about the Tudor difference, this coloration, hand style, the snowflake hand, for example, um, just little bits and pieces that would make a Tudor watch look different to the Rolex it was based on. But that progressed. We went from the chronograph to a dive watch, the Black Bay. We went from a, an ETA movement to an in-house movement. We went from a big, chunky watch to a smaller watch in the 58. And we've just had the mm. 54, which is smaller and thinner again, has almost perfect levels of vintage detailing 
and yeah. has finally created a watch where everyone is starting to think, hang on a minute. Aside from the fact that Rolex says Rolex and this says Tudor, I would rather have this than a Submariner. For me, there's still quite a big distance between the offerings of the brand in terms of, I, I suppose it's finishing and luxuriance. Rolex to me seems very, very luxurious. Even though it is that that tool watch aesthetic, it still feels very, very shiny and polished and there's a, a certain amount of glitz and glamour to it. But Tudor has retained a functional utilitarian approach. But the perfect watch with a dive aesthetic, I think, it's, it's still apples and oranges to me, I think, a little bit between Rolex and Tudor. Well, you've touched upon something interesting there, which was in the mid-2000s, Rolex made a very, very critical decision to change the path of its production. It, previously, they were making very rattly watches that were worse quality than the Tudor Black Bay 54 by a long shot. And they decided to go thicker, chunkier, big shiny ceramic bezels, glossy dials, big white gold shiny hands for that aesthetic that you're talking about, that luxury shininess. And I personally don't consider the Black Bay 54 to be much of a difference in terms of quality and finish compared to a Submariner. The Submariner is just more glitzy. But there are a whole swathe of people. If you were to say, for example, you could pick one of three watches and throw out the value, the residual, all that, but just, just from the watch itself, an old-style Submariner, like with the Rackley bracelet and all of that, a new-style Submariner with a ceramic bezel or a Tudor Black Bay 54, I, for example, would go the oldest Submariner, Black Bay 54, new Submariner. The new Submariner is my least favourite. It's too chunky. I tried the GMT Master II ceramic when it first came out. It was just too... It, for me, it was too polished, too soulless. Um, I mean, which way would you go? Would you go for the vintage Rolex Submariner or the new Rolex Submariner if you were to take the choice? I actually really like the chunkiness and the, the you know, the, the polished ceramic of, of the new style. I, yeah, I, maybe I can't distance myself from, from the prestige of it, you know. The inner crow speaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my magpie mentality, but I don't know. Vintage doesn't really carry any like romance for me. Really, I'm not nostalgic for that sort of stuff. Yeah, I just like shiny things that look good. <laughs> well, maybe that's it then. Maybe that's the divide. You have some people who say that the the newest hottest Rolex and the way it looks is perfect, and that's why Rolex is doing it. Whereas others yeah. might say, I loved my Rolex one four zero six zero. Me being one of them. And I've tried the newer ones, and the newer ones just don't feel as nostalgic as the old ones do. Now, granted, I didn't grow up in the 60s, but I am very susceptible to uh, vicarious nostalgia. If you'd asked me a year or so ago, what's the difference between Tudor and Rolex? Really, the biggest difference is Tudor looks back, tries to look forward, fails, and Rolex looks more forwards. But we started to see with the 1908... Um, and with the recent Daytona Le Mans Rolex, that they've started to take very obvious influence from older watches and put them into newer ones, which is taking a leaf from Tudor's book, but still keeping it with that kind of slightly chunkier aesthetic. I personally think Rolex used Tudor as a test bed. They tested left-handedness yeah. and titaniumness yeah. with Tudor, and now both of those things are available in the Rolex lineup. 
Um, but I, I think Rolex won't go so far as to do what Tudor has done and go for a very small 37 millimeter dive watch. And that's where yeah. my heart's at. Like, when I wear one and the other, it's the Tudor all day long that makes me feel something. And the Rolex just feels like I've spent some money. I, but I think I think the visual cues that Rolex have started to draw upon from the past, like on the day on that the Daytona, they've got those new Paul Newman style indices and stuff. I don't really like. I'm not getting that that warm faux nostalgia from it. I just think it looks like a step backwards in a bad way. I agree with you actually because I think they've taken the chunky modern Rolex and applied really overtly vintage details to it, and the two things clash. Yeah, I think that the difference is whether or not you like the chunky shiny or you have the throwback nostalgia. I also think that if Tudor were able to create a chronograph that apes more the Black Bay 58 and 54 rather than the chrono that they already have, which is quite chunky, mm-hmm. I think they'd do a lot of damage to Rolex's sales. Yeah. And there's always the price. I mean, we haven't really touched on the price. If we're talking about the ideal world of abundance, <laughs> you're saving yourself, you know, thousands on each kind of comparable model, aren't you? So... That's yeah. going to do the most damage, isn't it? If if Tudor can maintain their current pricing and still release watches that can sort of go toe-to-toe with Rolex's offerings, then that's going to take a big bite out of their lunch. Well, there you go. Two very differing opinions. One that agrees that Tudor actually is a more appealing brand than Rolex, and the other that thinks that Rolex is good old Rolex doing what Rolex does and is a brand snob. What do you think? Post your comments down below and uh, please do like and subscribe as well. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.